The following program may contain viewpoints and opinions that do not necessarily reflect those of Radio That Doesn't Suck Incorporated or its employees. Welcome to Real Estate Toronto, the radio show about buying and selling real estate in the greater Toronto area with Aura Ross from the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team. 30 minutes of hot topics and indispensable advice from experienced professionals that work for you. Now, on with the show. back to realestatetoronto.com radio. I'm Todd Miller. Sitting across from me is the host of the show, Aura Ross, from the Mulholland Ross real estate team. Yes, it's been another exciting week in the Toronto real estate market, and I'm so excited to um, share with you a few more words of wisdom because, you know, we just want our listeners to be prepared out there if they're planning to buy or sell or invest in real estate in the next few months. Good, because... Um, I've been looking, you know, you know how I always look at this. I know it. And I found some articles this week that are just mind-blowing about 91% of the homes, single-family homes in Vancouver are uh, over a million. Valued at over a million. So you think we have it rough in Toronto. And can I tell you, that's valued over a million on their tax assessments. Ooh. So, no, that's that's crazy. Yeah, Yeah. I I read that one too. I also, I think I sent you a little message this week as well. Another little blip that I caught in the Globe and Mail this week was um, January over January, prices in the 416 area code for freehold detached home went up 11.2, just over 11%. Go to the 905 area codes and it was almost double. The increase. Yes, yeah. I know. Crazy. So, yeah, it's exciting. So pour yourself another a scotch. I mean tea. Yes. And scotch might be what we need because we're gonna talk about how to actually you know, I don't want that market to panic people. No. We're gonna we're gonna show some ideas how to do it, how to get into it if you're a buyer, how to take advantage of it if you're a seller. We work both sides and, and we just want our clients to win. Great. More real estate Toronto.com radio right around the corner. The music you'll hear on Out of the Blue will be jazz for the most part. No specific styles or genres. Every piece of music is handpicked to deliver quality performances. Out of the Blue can be heard on rtds.ca, live Mondays 1 to 3 p.m., and encore performances Tuesday to Friday, anytime on demand. It's the true spirit of jazz, a touch of everything and then some. Thanks for listening. I'm Larry Green. Buying or selling a home, condo, or investment property may be one of the largest transactions you'll ever make. It's important to gather as much information as you can, and preferably from experienced, successful professionals. When it comes time to make your move, call the Mulholland Ross Real Estate Team with Keller Williams Real Estate Service at 416-230-8500 or visit www.realestatetoronto.com. Whether you're making your first move or selling your much-loved family home, the Mulholland Ross Team offers over 26 years of real estate sales and service across the GTA. Listen every Sunday at 4 p.m. here on Radio That Doesn't Suck to hear the team share advice and information that will assist you with your personal wealth through real estate. Questions or topics you'd like to see covered? Email info at realestatetoronto.com or call the Mulholland Ross team at 416-230-8500. 
Todd Miller, along with Aurora Ross, RealEstateToronto.com Radio. So, Todd, I have mm-hmm. to ask you a personal question oh, now. No, not on radio. I, I'm going to ask it right on radio. Okay. Ready, ready with uh, that uh, off switch, just I am in ready case. The mute. So, do you consider yourself an MLS addict? No, but I live with one. Okay. So, yes. okay, you're and coming from the other side. The sh- We're going to help you too. <laughs> I'm coming from the side where I walk up and I see someone late at night in the glow of the computer screen. <laughs> yes. And you walk up close and then you're at MLS dot whatever the website is. Yeah. And the little eyes are watering and bugged out a little bit and their face is flushed. And when you say, honey, it's time for bed, they mumble something. You're not sure if they even recognize that you're in the room. I'm trying to... St- you know, compare school districts and whatever else on yeah. that website. Oh my yeah. goodness. It's like crack. Yeah. It's well, I call it MLS crack. Yes. So I thought to start off our show on how to help you guys. I mean, the, the overall message of today's show is be prepared. I was a girl guide. So we'd be prepared for everything. Okay. So if you are looking to, to get into the real estate market this year, whether it's your first time or you're buying at your next house, number one, be prepared. So you have to do all your research. There's nothing wrong with doing too much research, uh, is there? No. And I would tell you as well that you can only do so much on your own. Um, you know, I love it when I meet people that, says, that say, you know what, I've bought and sold like three times, even five times. So I kind of know what I'm doing. I'm an expert. And I would tell you that if you're a realtor with five sales under your belt, you're still new and fresh and you you, you are not experienced. You have that new car smell. That's right. So if you've sold or bought five times over the last five 10, 15, 20 years, it might be wise to call a realtor like someone like the Mahalan and Ross group who are willing to sit down and go through some of these things. So I think step one is acknowledging you have a problem, right? <laughs> How many steps in this program? <laughs> Let's get your 12? wife into the room. Do yeah. we have 12? <laughs> so, so what I find amazing about our MLS crack addicts is they know every home that's on the market, even in areas that they aren't even looking they look at the same property. Now, guys out there, we can actually, we get a count on how many people are looking at our at our listings. We don't see who they are mm-hmm. through MLS.ca, but I can actually, as a realtor, go into my little section and go, how many people viewed our properties? But um, we know that the crack addict will look at the same house over and over and over again until it's gone and then get in a panic about where it went. Hmm. Well, it's gone. It's sold, right? right? And then, and then they can come up with all the excuses about why they didn't go see it, why they didn't buy it, and they're good with it. And now they look for the next one. So, the first thing, um, my advice is to the people out there thinking about buying, and many of you that are buying are also selling, um, is to go to the bank, go get pre-approved. Now we've got fabulous network at Scotia Bank, so I can, if anybody would like to speak to Pierre Benon, our our guy at Scotia, he's awesome. And he has direct access to an underwriter, so he gets the answers lickety split. Really? And good. The the yeah, there's so fast. Worse, there's nothing worse than, than waiting for waiting. that pre approval to come back. And the big point here I love to make is that if getting a pre approval does not cost anything, nor does it require you to actually use it. So when I get people saying, Well, I haven't seen anything I like of course, doesn't even matter. You don't wait till you see something you like. You're too late. In today's market, you're too late. If you see that beautiful condo come up on the internet or you walk into that open house and go, oh my gosh, I love it, and you haven't started this process already, chances are you're too late. You're not going to get this property. Because let's face it, 
Todd, I take you into a house today and you go, oh my gosh, Laura, I love it. And I tell you, great. An hour later, I call you and say, Todd, I just got a message from the agent. There's an offer registered on it and they're looking at it tonight. And then a pre-approval process takes how many days? You know, I would say always plan for at least three days. And that's assuming you have your, here's another one, be prepared, your letter of employment, your last two to three years of taxes, your tax assessments. If you're self-employed, you need three. Most people, I think, can get away with two. Um, Credit checks, you need all of that. So what I love it when people walk into the bank and they have nothing and they say, hey, I make $100,000 a year and I'm going to put you know, $200,000 down and the bank will say, here's roughly what we're going to lend you, but it's all conditional upon getting this paperwork. So they're not going to actually give you a written commitment. So it's just a guesstimation as to what you should be looking for in terms of, of price, but there's no guarantees that you can actually afford that once the paperwork comes back. Right. So, so really get, get pre-approved, go into that bank, create the relationship. These people, you know, any book you read about investing or buying real estate, the first piece of advice they give you is put together your team. Who's your team? If you are investing in an apartment building, I mean, we've had people talk on the show about that. Put your team together. Who's your realtor? Who's your contractor? Who's the handy guy, the property management, the lawyer, all these people, because you pull them in and they're all now representing you. So that's step one, get pre-approved at the bank. My next thing I'm going to tell you is... Sit down with a realtor. Preferably, you will be sitting with someone at the and Ross Group. And people go, oh, of course, she's a realtor. Of course, she won't. Why would I sit with them? Well, I don't need to sit with them. I haven't seen anything I like, blah, blah, blah. And we, we hear the whole story go over and over again. First, I would tell you that has any realtor ever even asked you, would you come to their office and sit down and go through the process? Let's discuss the process. Let's discuss the possible conditions you might want when the time comes. Let's discuss what's sold in the area so that you are so educated that when you see something you like, you understand price points and values. Yeah. And I got to tell you, that is tough in today's market. As a realtor, I'm looking at that every day, probably six times a day. And sometimes our heads are spinning. So if you're only, you know, jumping in even once a day for three hours at night, looking at the asking prices at MLS.ca, you're not getting the full picture. So sit down with someone on the Mahal and Ross team. We're going to figure out all the and we're going to give you the answers to so many questions you didn't even know you had. Hmm. Okay. And peace of mind, which is the big one. Peace of mind. And really, I know a lot of buyers say, well, I want to look at a lot of homes before I make a decision. And that's fine. You know, a good realtor will show you whatever you want. However, a great realtor will have listened to what you've said and will be able to help you determine which ones you should look at and which ones you may not want to look at. So are you going to tell me that I shouldn't be looking at a particular property for a specific reason? Based if on what you've, t- if we've had a dialogue, I I won't say don't look at it. I'll say you know, Todd, you did mention that a, that yeah, that this was really important to you, and this house doesn't have it. Are you going to be okay with that? We'll go look at it if you want to go look at it. But if this is really important to you, I'm not sure that this one has what you're looking for, and then you can make the choice. Yeah, but or it doesn't have that. But I forgot to tell you if it had. Mm-hmm. why over there I'll take it over anything at which point I'll be saying oh my gosh I'm so glad you told me that let's go see the house so it's nice to have a reality check oh yeah and I mean the eight you know it is amazing how many times I've spoken to a buyer who will say my last agent just kept showing me this stuff out of you know in this neighborhood that I didn't want to live in and 
that was just an example of, did the agent ever sit down and have this conversation with you? Or was mm-hmm. it always a conversation while you were running through somebody's house? You know, that's not a proper meeting. Um, a surgeon doesn't open you up prior to consulting with you. A no. lawyer doesn't defend you prior to consulting with you. You have to have that dialogue first. <laughs> you got to have the dialogue. Have what the do you want me to do, Doc? Yeah. <laughs> and here's, here's my other piece of advice on that point is... Is is when you find a realtor who's your, they're your partner. You're not working against this person. You're, you don't need to be in defense mode. If you've got a great realtor, look, at if you feel you need to be in defense mode with your realtor, maybe there's another conversation that needs to be happening. When you work with the Mahalan Ross Group, we're going to listen to you. You shouldn't be in defense. You should feel like we are we are your trusted advisors. We have a fiduciary responsibility to you. So, and, and if I can relate my own personal experience, uh-huh, I please. didn't feel that you were trying to necessarily shoehorn me into the first or second house we saw. No, it's no. it's about finding the fit and developing the relationship. Same with when you go to see a car. Yeah, you know, show me the options. Let yeah. me pick and choose. They're not going to just try and shoehorn you into whatever they've got a sale on no. necessarily. And you don't. You as the buyer didn't even know what you were looking for. Some in some aspects until you walked in and saw it. I mean, you know, certain pieces and then the other pieces you kind of have to walk in and go, wow. So that's the, the, you know, takes me back to these people that when I say to them, hey, we should get together and just kind of talk about your plans or and their first response is, well, I haven't seen anything I like. So my other big warning to the MLS addicts is, again, don't trust those cameras to be your decision makers. We've got wide angles. We've got people using everything from the very best wide angle virtual tour shot out there to the iPhone with the thumb in front of it. Do not trust the cameras. If it Those wide angles got me once. I went into one <laughs> that you showed me and it looked like a massively yeah. long room, like about 30 feet long. And it was about 11 feet and about four feet wide. Yeah. No, it's just crazy. Yeah. So the other thing about being prepared when you sit with your realtor, when you sit with your mortgage broker um, is going to be about having all the decision makers at the table. Okay. Because we don't want to sell you two houses. Well, we will, but it is nice keeping families together through the process. That's so, generally the idea. You move as a unit. That's right. So let's try to keep everybody on the same page. So oftentimes we find one party says, oh, no, 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 no. My partner says, I can go out looking, and if I see something I like, I can bring partner in. Right. And what I've learned over you know, almost 28 years, because remember I started when I was 10, mm-hmm. is is that we need all parties together because until, again, both people are standing within those walls, we start to really discover what's important to both sides and then where can we find the commonality. Now, you're great at working with people on shift work or, or strange hours. Oh, it's yeah. a fact of life. Oh, sometimes we have to take the one in in the morning on a weekday and the other one goes in that night after work. Yeah. And we regroup by phone later. That's reality. But yeah. again, when you're trying to develop that list of what your wants and needs are, yep. it's nice to have both people in the room or yep. whatever the family is. And if kids are part of your decision, you bring them in. If parents, please, are part of the actual decision, bring them in. And don't bring them in at the end when you found the house that you love. Because remember, mom and dad are going to walk in and say, you're spending what? on this yeah and we need to pull mom and dad we not that now need to spend time with mom and dad show them what the prices are doing for them to other to be able to support your decision if if they're part of your decision and if you bring them in too late you're doing all that work again you're telling them the whole story about why you got to that point yeah and it's counterproductive yeah and if you're you know what i find often happens is we sit with our clients we go through everything they go back home they talk amongst themselves 
they convince themselves that something's one way or the other. We yeah. meet them again the next day and we're like, who are you? You're strangers. What happened? Yeah. It's like, oh, we talk, we called my dad in Florida and he told us this. And then I'm like, okay, wait a minute. We got to regroup. <laughs> yeah. So before we go to break, I have one question that, that I want to just ask you. The pre-approval, there's a time frame on that. So it gives people a, a, yes. a, a feeling of of confidence for a period of time. What is that period of time? Uh, right now, the banks are going 120 days. So you've so got 120 days. You've got four you know. months. Yeah. Amazing. And at any point in that four months, you can say, hey, I'm, I just want to get that extended out. So if you've got gotten through a month and the rates aren't doing anything, you go back to your guy and say, can we lock in for another four? Awesome. RealEstateToronto.com radio returns just around the corner. Annoying. Frustrating. Of course you're referring to me. Some days. Enlightening. Engaging. And now you're referring to yourself. Most days. (laughs) Just a few of the words employed to describe our show. The Mots. You'll come up with your own. Hi, we're The Mots, Paul and Carol. Inviting you to join us weekdays at 2 on Listen Up Talk Radio at talk-radio.ca. And there's an encore performance with Mots Weekend. You can check us out at themots.ca. Here's another word for you. Oh, I wouldn't go there. Hi, it's Paul Capelcante, host of The Vinyl Experience, with a couple of magic numbers for you to remember. This is real simple. Are you ready? Here we go. Nine and three. Every Sunday at 9 a.m., 3 p.m., 9 p.m., and for good measure, 3 a.m. on Monday. This is all Eastern Time, your times for The Vinyl Experience. to your favorite real estate show and mine, realestatetoronto.com radio. So, I've yes. got more ideas for you, Todd. Or you are full of ideas. <laughs> I am. Just no, no more personal of, questions. Full of what? <laughs> personal, no, no more personal questions, okay? Okay. Okay. For now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, couple questions, if if you've got a pen or paper, or, you're, or you can remember well, a couple questions um, to be asking uh, you're the mortgage broker. Now we're still talking about getting ready to buy something and um, your realtor. If you have a home to sell and you're starting to look for a home to buy, start gearing up. I, I know you haven't bought anything yet. Call us up. Let us give you a good, solid sense of what your home is worth. And in fact, if you're going to go buy first, we're going to be even a little conservative mm-hmm. to make sure that there's no surprises. Find out what it's worth. Find out if you need to be getting it ready for the market. We can talk about your personal experiences as well, but we know it's way less stressful if, as you're looking for your new home, start looking at your own home as far as what do I need to clear out and clean up just in case I find the home, my dream home. Worst case scenario, you don't find a house you love, you've cleaned your house. It's all good. (laughs) We've talked about this many times before, and as someone that went through it recently, you know, starting the process before you actually list was so much better because oh, so much easier. You're not panicking because yeah. like if you do find the house, then you have to go back and while you're supposed to be doing your banking statements, your T1s, you're fixing walls yep. and, and changing light bulbs. Oh, and, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. And digging into the bowels of your basement. Yes. So um, the other question I'd be asking my mortgage broker is, is um, if I find the house that I love, um, Will I and I and I buy it and I sell my own home, but the dates don't match up. Will you bridge me and what will it cost? Mm-hmm. Big question. Everybody cut. You know, I, you know, I have these conversations with people every day. Oh, yeah, my bikes. My bank says no problem. They'll look after me. I know they'll look after you at what price put it into your 
no surprises. Okay, and then of course the other one is, is do you have a deposit ready should you find a house that you love? Most of us have our money tied up actually in our homes or in GICs or in RSPs or whatever it is. You find a house that you love, you are expected to make a, you know, three to six percent deposit with your offer. So how are you going to get that money? A lot of homeowners now are placing lines of credit on their homes so that they can access funds to make the deposit on the next home. And it's it's amazing because if you set it up correctly, my guys at Scotiabank do an awesome job. You can take that line of credit with you to the new place. If you keep it at zero, there's no cost. Mm. But you have access to it. But certainly getting that deposit money in place, nothing worse than telling someone, you got the house. Now listen, tomorrow I'm going to come by your house and pick up that check. And they say, what do you mean? For $40,000. And do you know how many times I have agents on the other side? You know, we're representing the seller and I'll say to the other agent, is the check ready? Oh yeah, no problem. And I get a call later that night saying, my client's check is in one of those cheap banks where there's no branch. So that can take three days to get it out. Getting your money out of a GIC can take three to four business days. So again, be prepared because guys, when we're talking about buying a home, it's competitive out there. It is a seller's market. It means you as the buyer need to be prepared with certified check with your home inspection done if you want one. Um, every All your ducks in a row so that when you walk in with your offer, even if it's the same or lower, you win. You're prepared. You do, win. do you know what yeah. my first deposit was? What? In terms of dollar amount? $5,000. $5,000, yeah. 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 Which, well, which we still seems see those. like... Well, look at there's parts of town where five thousand dollars still a good amount. Where? Tell me this. I, I've got a fabulous condo listed for two hundred and thirty-eight thousand dollars. Wow. So if you think about it, five to eight thousand dollar deposit would be sufficient. Okay, we're going to talk okay. after this. Yep. Okay, so sellers, put on your seller's hat now. Let's get prepared. Let's just say you've decided you're selling. This market is so hot. You've decided you've pushed your luck and it's time to cash out of the Toronto market, which I know a lot of you are doing because we're helping many people get into that mode. So the first question is, um, I'm going to give you the same advice. Um, Sit down with someone on the Mahal and Ross team so we can sort of go through the entire process. There's, you know, everybody looks for the free market evaluation and there's no question we offer them. However, I've yet to do a market evaluation for someone who didn't have 20 other questions. It's those 20 other questions that I think are the most important part for the seller. Yeah. Okay. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. So so call us. We'll come talk to you. We're not expecting to sign anything. We're not going to put a sign on your lawn unless you ask us to. We're really there to, to supply all the information for you. So the first question is, do you know where you're going? Do you know where you're going to go? I have seen many people say, you know, prices are so great. I'm going to sell my house. I'll deal with where I'm going afterwards only to find afterwards, hey, there weren't as many options that they thought because they thought their price only went up on their street or in their neighborhood. Mm. And they didn't realize if they moved across town, it was the same. Yeah. So that's, again, we're here to give you all that information. So quickly, how do you, um, if someone gives you um, three areas, Oshawa, Barrie, and Burlington, how do you get them? Do you ask them why those areas? You try and get them to figure out why they want to move there? For their sake, we would ask why. That's just to get them to understand. But, you know, we're networked right across, really, the world. Mm. Um, This week alone, we've referred uh, some of our clients to agents that we work with in that Hamilton-Dundas area as well, the Gwillambeer area, and we've got a couple looking in London now as well. So we're not running out there, but we will find you the specialist. Yeah. We will for sure. 
So one of the things we have to ask ourselves is, are there any deficiencies in the home of which we're aware? Um, some of us think that, well, builders and contractors are the only people buying. I don't need to fix anything up. I'm, I'm good to go. I'm just selling it as is. Again, when you sit with us, we're going to tell you about what the trend is in your neighborhood. There's no question there are neighbors, neighborhoods in our city where a lot of building is going on. There are also pockets where families are moving in, and, and the better condition your home is in, the more money you're going to get. Yep. So you really need to understand that. And don't look at one guy building on your street and think the whole street's going to builders. Yeah, You, you really need that information. So I'm, I'm always telling people, please, before you start spending money, call us in. We're going to tell you where, yes, we think you should spend the money and where, no, you shouldn't spend it. But it's also it also makes it more attractive to a builder. If they don't want to knock it down right away, they can rent it. And if your house is very... That's nice. right. They can rent it out easily. And most builders need a tenant in there at least for the first year. And and sometimes, yeah, they sometimes go a little longer. Um, the other big one um, I like to remind sellers about is um, check that your title is clear. So if you are selling for your parents an estate property or you're coming in to help mom and you've got power of attorney because mom's going into a home or a, a, car, a condo and you're now helping her sell, a lot of times our parents had mortgages on these homes. The mortgages got paid off. No one discharged the mortgage. Maybe dad has died, but dad was on the mortgage. Oh, wow. So now it's going to take a little bit of time to clear that off, some affidavits, some research and all that stuff. Get your lawyer on it now. Don't wait till you sell the house to have the lawyer say, hey, we're in a bit of a pickle and we're going to try to get this all done by closing. However, you right. know, so again, this is something we help people with. Um, another big one. If you currently have a mortgage on the home, what is the penalty to cancel it. My biggest advice is call up your lender, ask what the penalty is, ask them to please send it to you in writing. And they have to buy, legally they have to give it to you in writing and you need to get it in writing. That's please. if you don't want to port your mortgage or anything. If you don't want to port it or if you can't, because remember we've talked about mortgage products and some of our listeners out there went for the cheapest rates and didn't look at all the, the, conditions. the conditions of the mortgage. So that's another one. Can you even move it if you chose to? Okay. So, again, be prepared, be prepared. Now, it's a bit more of a seller's market, so you have a little more leniency on this. But, again, if those amazing offers start pouring in, you want to be able to deal with them. Um, are we good? Did you get where we're at? Good? Okay. Yep. So now I have a be careful. Oh, okay. A be careful. Um, and I've been talking to my colleagues right across the city, right across the continent, actually, because this is happening in many of the hot uh, states and cities across North America. Um, we know you guys are getting agents coming to your door and we've and they've got a buyer. And in some cases, they have an offer typed for you. And um, so a, a little bit of buy, a seller beware this time. First is the question is, is if one agent has one buyer, ask yourself what maybe 20 agents might bring you. Yep. And I know a lot of you are going, yeah, I know, but it's easy and I don't want to go on MLS and the blah, 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 blah. Keep in mind, the average home is on the market for less than 10 days right now. Is it is 10 days worth it to maybe get another 50 to 100,000 in your pocket? I don't know. You know, bird in the hand, as uh, they say. Yeah, well, not a cheap bird, right? <laughs> exactly. I want an expensive bird. Gold-plated bird. <laughs> so... Um, Couple again for my buyer, my seller beware. Sorry, I want to say buyer beware, but seller beware is the guy at the door is not representing you. Period. 
He's representing his buyer. The buyer said, I would buy a house if you can find it for me. Here's what I'm willing to pay. And that guy's knocking on doors to see who will take his offer. Nobody's representing you. And I don't mean just on price, but I mean everything. Terms, closing date, flexible closing date, those darn assignment clauses that are allowing these guys to resell their paper to someone else before closing date and if this language is confusing you please call me because this is I have important no idea what stuff you're talking about. okay good call me todd <laughs> we're gonna go through it Yikes. um because this is again you might have sold your house five times in the last few years but if you're not even catching what i'm telling you you need to call me because i need to be able to go through this stuff with you um when was the last time you had a proper market evaluation done on your home by someone who actually sells homes in your neighborhood? This is key. The guys, what people don't realize is January, they aren't expecting prices to be high. They're thinking prices aren't going to be high till May and that right now we're still in winter. Mm-hmm. I need everybody out there to understand that our prices are probably 5 or 6% over where they were just 90 days ago. And we're still in, well, we're in February. Sorry, it's just cold. feels like January. <laughs> Um, so we're in the beginning of February. So if somebody gave you an evaluation uh, back in September or June even, yeah. and someone comes to your door today, that's going to sound like a pretty nice offer. And I'm going to tell you, you're leaving money on the table. So I beg you, please give us a call. We'll give you a market evaluation. We're not attached to that person at your door. We're there to represent you. If you decide you still want that offer at the door, we can even come and facilitate that offer. Right. But we just had a situation where I think we've talked about it in the show. Like they got this offer. They thought it was amazing. We ended up selling it for $70,000 yep. after one weekend of cleaning, four showings. Yeah. $70,000. So really, it's worth it. Um, so the other piece to this is when when they come to the door with the offer, please know you have the right to hire representation. You don't have to. I recommend you do. Mm-hmm. The guy at the door may bully you. Don't allow them to. If they turn around and say, well, no, my buyer wants to deal this way. And if you bring in another agent, we're leaving. Then I got to tell you, there's your first warning sign that there's going to be a problem. There's, any realtor who says that to you, A, you're not really, we're not allowed to talk that way to people. Mm-hmm. We have some legal things we have to stay in, but, but that's a bully tactic. We don't take it in the schoolyards. I don't allow it within my business and for my clients. So if somebody's saying to you, no, 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 my buyer's only going to do this if you don't have another agent, first of all, their buyer shouldn't care because at this point you would be paying the fees, hmm. right? Yep. Um, you would obviously work something out with us or the agent you want representing you and the buyer's agent with the offer. But I will tell you that that agent bullying you is just bullying you. His buyer wants your house. If you're a willing seller, his buyer wants your house. ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. You have the house. They want it. There's so little on the market right now. Um, Inventory is so down. So suddenly all those agents who weren't calling you in November and December because they figured it was winter and it was time to relax and kick back. um, They are back out to work because they spent all their money. (laughs) But also because there's very little on the market. So my best advice to sellers is hire somebody whose name you've seen in your neighborhood, who's somebody you you feel you can trust. This is one of your largest assets. Do your research. Feel really comfortable. If something in your gut does not feel right, step back for a minute. Give us a call. We're at 416-230-8500. And I will tell you, if you call me and say, here's the offer I've got on my table, these are the numbers, 
Um, my lawyers looked at it. He loves the wording. Um, I'll tell. I'll be really straight with you. If if I think you're sitting on an awesome offer, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. No yeah. sense delaying the obvious if it's obvious. And no sense trying to buy it to, to, to win your business back and only to sell it for the same or less after a hassle. Yeah. I mean, that, that just makes us look bad. And, and of course, that's not what we're after. So we need to take a short break. But um, one word of advice, if these agents that knock on your door are as aggressive as the hot water tank people or the, <laughs> hey, we're in your neighborhood doing driveways. You've got to do it today and pay me cash. Yeah. Be Avoid careful. Them. Avoid yeah. them. Yeah. More Real Estate <laughs> Toronto Radio coming right around the corner. takeaway well there were lots of takeaways the one biggest takeaway for me today was again don't do this on your own step away from the mls and get someone involved that <laughs> knows what they're doing and be prepared i mean look at mls is um and look if you go to realestatetoronto.com you can access all the same information as mls and in some cases a little bit more um the thing is, is that it's um, it's time it's time consuming. You already have a job eight to ten hours a day, probably, and you have kids and you have family and you're involved. And let us do the work. If somebody at least is doing the five hours a day of sifting for you and bringing the best to your attention, they've saved you hours. You've saved me more time for my stamp collection. <laughs> and, Thank you. <laughs> I'm just thrilled about that. Um, I had no idea. Well, it's more personal information coming than you ever wanted to there know. There you go. But my, my big takeaway, guys, is be prepared. You know, your home, whether you're buying or selling or investing, is likely one of your largest assets. Do your research the same way you would if you were putting a million dollars into a stock. The same way you would do if you were selling a million dollars of stock. Mm -hmm. Would you know? Would you throw it up on eBay? I mean, what what would you do, and how would you go about it? And and getting the advice about when the best time to sell and how to sell and what should I do with the, like everything you would think to do with a large quantity of money and who would, who you would go to. You'd probably go to people who have done it before very successfully yep. for other people, and and it's the same with real estate. It's not do-it-yourself dentistry, as nope. I mentioned before. And I know we all know someone who just got a license, but we also don't want to be somebody's practice. So, Ouch. <laughs> certainly don't want to. My dog's having surgery. I am thrilled to know the vet has done this surgery, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of times successfully. That gives me peace of mind to know that my dog will also... <laughs> Make it through. Make it through. Okay. So it's the same thing with real estate and anything else. Yeah. So what else are you doing on a Sunday at 4 p.m. but uh, listening to us on realestatetoronto.com radio? Nothing. Be, Nothing. Be here with us yeah. every Sunday. Every Sunday. We're available on podcasts. So if your pen stopped working while you were writing down that great information, go to the podcast at realestatetoronto.com radio and tune it up. Rewind, fast forward, whatever you want to do. We will catch you right back here next Sunday at 4 p.m. 